Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I have another episode of Wednesday Night Royalty, where I'm going to do my review on the King of the Ring 1997. <coughs> uh, starting off the evening, we go into our first match of the night. It is Ahmed Johnson versus Triple H in the King of the Ring tournament semifinal. Uh, starting off the match, Ahmed hits a short tackle on Triple H. Triple H then hits a chop on Ahmed in the corner. Ahmed then gets out of that, hits a press slam on Triple H. Ahmed then hits a devastating clothesline on Triple H in the middle of the ring. Triple H then gets up, throws Ahmed into the steel steps on the outside. Triple H then hits an axe handle off the top rope on Ahmed Johnson, pins over the two. Ahmed then gets up, hits a devastating scissors kick on Triple H. Ahmed then hits a spine buster on Triple H in the middle of the ring as well. China ends up distracting Ahmed. Triple H then hits a running knee on Ahmed. And Triple H ends up, uh, hits the uh, pedigree on Ahmed Johnson and pins him for the three. And your winner of the match, and moving on to the King of the Ring tournament, is Triple H. Um, this was a decent match. I, I think, I mean, to me, honestly, it wasn't the best match I've ever seen in the King of the Ring tournament. Um, but there were also a lot of hype around Ahmed Johnson in this match that I saw. I mean, he was definitely a crowd favorite at this time. And definitely the babyface coming in. Triple H, you know, at the time, came in as the heel. He was more of the uh, old, like, old-school regal uh, Triple H, if you will, came out with the rope and everything like that. But all in all, it was a decent match. It really wasn't that bad. Um, after that match, we go to our next match of the evening. It is another, um, I believe it's another King of the Ring tournament semifinal match. It is Jerry the King Lawler versus Mankind. Um, starting off the match, Mankind ends up attacking uh, Lawler on the outside. Lawler hits a pile driver on Mankind on the outside as well. Lawler then hits a drop kick on Mankind, sending him to the outside. Lawler then hits a pile driver on Mankind in the middle of the ring, pins it for the two. Mankind then hits a forearm clothesline on Lawler. Mankind then hits a leg drop on Lawler as well. Mankind then gets up, hits a back drop on Lawler. And then Mankind ends up applying the mandible claw to Lawler, and your winner of the match is Mankind. Um, again, really wasn't a bad match. Um, my biggest thing with this, and I guess I didn't realize you know, how important he really was, WWF at the time used uh, Jerry Lawler as in-ring talent for quite a while um, before he really got into his commentary thing. Um, and even when he was doing his commentary thing with Jim Ross, I mean, he was still having matches. So uh, Vince ended up using Jerry Lawler quite a bit back in the day as far as matches are concerned. So hats off to Mankind for getting the win. And again, hats off to Jerry Lawler for putting up a good, decent match. Um, after that match, we go to our next match of the evening. It is Goldust versus Crush. Um, starting out with the match, Crush attacks Goldust. Goldust then hits a devastating clothesline on Crush. Goldust then hits a swinging neckbreaker on Crush in the middle of the ring. Crush then gets up, hits a belly, the belly suplex on Goldust. Goldust ends up getting up, hits a DDT on Crush, and pins him for the three. And your winner of the match is Goldust. Um, again, really a lackluster match. I mean, it, it wasn't really a squash, but there really wasn't a whole lot going on. Um, to be quite honest, I really could have done without this match. It was probably one of the weak matches of the night, but... Um, all, it was an okay match. It really wasn't all that. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is a six-man tag team match. It is the Hart Foundation, which consists of British Bulldog, Jim Nyhart, and Owen Hart versus Sid Vicious and the Road Warriors. Uh, starting off the match, Animal hits a scoop slam on Owen. Animal then gets up, hits a power slam on Owen. That was absolutely brutal. Pins him for the two. Sid then gets tagged in, hits a shoulder tackle on Owen. Bulldog gets tagged in, hits a suplex on Sid Vicious. Sid then gets right up, attacks Owen and Jim Neidhart. Hawk then gets tagged in, hits a clothesline off the top rope on Jim Neidhart. Hawk then hits a drop kick on Neidhart as well. Bulldog gets in the ring, hits a paw driver on Hawk. Owen then gets in the ring, hits a spin wheel kick on Animal. 
Nyhard then hits Animal with a chair shot on the outside. Referee didn't see it. Owen then hits a suplex on Animal. Owen then hits a drop kick off the top rope on Animal in the middle of the ring. Bulldog then gets tagged in, hits a superplex on Animal off the top rope. Owen then applies a sleeper hold on Animal. Sid then hits a devastating choke slam on Bulldog. Owen then hits a roll up on Sid Vicious off the top rope and pins it for the three. And your winners of the match are the Hart Foundation. Um, this match wasn't that bad, to be quite honest. I mean, uh, when uh, Sid Vicious came out, people were loving the fact that he was coming down to the ring. Um, obviously, he was going over as a babyface in this match. Um, and then fans started really gravitating towards the Road Warriors, chanting LOD and stuff. Um, but it's always great seeing Owen Hart. I think Owen Hart was very underrated when he was wrestling at the time. And I think, you know, the moveset that he was doing and the moves that he was doing inside that square circle in that ring was just fantastic, man. Um, he was way, he was definitely one of those wrestlers that was way before his time. So hats off to Owen, rest in peace to Owen Hart. Um, and it's always great to see British Bulldog again, rest in peace to him as well. Um, he was just a freaking powerhouse, man. That guy was strong as hell. And, uh, he knew how to use his strength and he was very fast for a guy that was his size. Very, very fast. Uh, so hats off to the Hart Foundation for getting the win on this match. Um, after that match, we go into our next match. It is Triple H versus Mankind in the King of the Ring final. Uh, man, starting off the match, Mankind hits a shoulder tackle on Triple H. Triple H then hits a neck breaker on Mankind. Triple H then hits a devastating clothesline on Mankind in the middle of the ring. China then hits Mankind from the outside. Mankind then hits a, uh, gets his neck tied in the ropes. It looked absolutely brutal. Triple H then throws Mankind into the steel steps on the outside. Triple H then hits a knee drop on Mankind in the middle of the ring. Mankind then gets up, hits a running knee on Triple H in the corner. Mankind then hits a backdrop on Triple H on the outside. Mankind then hits an elbow drop off the apron on Triple H. Kind of his signature move, if you will. He did, he did that move a lot of times when he was Cactus Jack. Uh, Mankind then hits a double-arm DDT on Triple H. China then distracts the ref. Mankind then applies a uh, minimal claw on Triple H, but China pulls Mankind through the ropes, sending him to the outside. Triple H then capitalizes on that, hits a neck breaker on Mankind off the ropes. Mankind then gets up, hits an atomic drop on Triple H. Mankind then goes for a clothesline on Triple H, uh, hits... Triple H with a clothesline, sending them both to the outside. Mankind then goes for an elbow drop off the apron, misses Triple H. Mankind then hits uh, his head first into the guardrail. Triple H then throws Mankind into the steel steps again. Triple H then hits a devastating pedigree on Mankind through a table on the outside. China then gets involved, hits uh, Mankind in the back with the scepter. And Triple H then hits a pedigree on Mankind and pins him for the three. And your winner of the match and the winner of the 1997 King of the Ring was Triple H. Um, to me, this was the match of the night, to be quite honest. I think this match was great. Um, you know, my my thing with Mankind is, man, I think a lot of people didn't really realize this at the time, neither did I, how special he really was and the fact that, you know, what he was willing to put his body through um, <clears throat> to give the fans a great match. I mean, I know, you know, at that King of the Ring, I think it was 98 that he had with Taker. I mean, that match is a legendary match nobody will ever forget. Um, and I know a lot of people that have the network, they go back and watch that match all the time, myself included. And it was just something that was it was a very special moment that Undertaker and, and Mankind had in that match. And it was something that you'll never see again, nor will you ever see duplicated again. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because I, I don't think a lot of people realize what Mick Foley, Mankind, or Cactus Jack, or whatever you want to call him, really put his body through to give the fans a great show. And he was great at his craft, man. And if you can't, if you don't say he's not a hardcore legend, you were absolutely insane, absolutely insane. He was a phenomenal athlete, phenomenal, you know, superstar that, you know, WWF, you know, had, you know, and they created Mankind, you know, Vince and his creative team. So 
it was just a fantastic match. It really was. So uh, hats off to Mankind for a great match. And again, hats off to Triple H for getting the win and becoming the 1997 King of the Ring. Um, after that match, we can go to our next match of the evening. It is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, starting off the match, Stone Cold hits a shoulder tackle on Michaels. Stone Cold then, and Michaels exchange on the outside. Michaels then hits an arm drag on Stone Cold in the middle of the ring. Stone Cold then gets up, hits an atomic drop on Michaels. Austin then hits a clothesline on Michaels, sending him to the outside. Michaels hits a backdrop on Austin. Austin then gets up, hits a clothesline on Michaels, pins him for the two. Austin then hits a stunner on Michaels. Austin then hits a stunner on the referee as well. Michaels then hits a super kick on Austin. And then um, Michaels ends up hitting a super kick on the ref as well. Ref says they've both been double disqualified, and there's no winner of the match. Um, again, really good match. Um, my biggest thing was this match. I kind of wish it was a clean finish. Um, that the referees didn't do a double disqualification because the match was really good. It was back and forth, and no matter with whether it's Shawn Michaels or Austin, you're always going to get a top match between both of those guys and big crowd favorites. You know, obviously, I know. You know, you know, you know. When you watch them, you know what they bring to the table, and especially with Michaels, I think Michaels' in-ring ability, in-ring talent that he had, nobody's ever going to have that again. And as far as the entertainer factor of it, I mean, he's definitely entertaining, very uh, charismatic. Uh, he's also very opinionated, which is good as well. But um, he believed in himself, and you can see that with a lot of matches that he had, that he put everything he had into these matches, whether it was versus Java or versus, you know, anybody, Savio Vega, no matter who it was, Austin. He always gave you 110%. So I have a lot of respect for Shawn Michaels and what he did, and, you know, what he did in his in-ring career. So hats off to Shawn. And again, hats off to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Phenomenal match. Um, after that match, we go into our main event of the evening. It is The Undertaker defending his WWF championship at that time versus Farouk. Uh, starting off the match, Farouk attacks Undertaker from behind. Farouk then hits a power slam on Undertaker that was absolutely brutal. Uh, then the Nation of Domination end up attacking The Undertaker. Undertaker goes for an old school on Farouk, but instead uh, jumps off the ropes like springboard style, hits a crossbody on the Nation on the outside. Farouk then hits a suplex on Undertaker. Farouk then hits a devastating scoop slam on Undertaker as well. Undertaker then gets up, hits a tombstone on Farouk after Farouk's distracted with the Nation of Domination. And Undertaker pins him for the three, and your winner of the match and still WWF champion at that time is The Undertaker. Um, this match, to be honest, was not needed. To be 100% honest, I don't know. what Even back, I can't even remember back in the day what Farouk even did to even get a title shot, to be 100% honest. And I'm not taking anything away from Farouk or Ron Simmons or whatever you want to call him. Um, I just don't know how this match even came about, to be honest. Um, to me, honestly, I think it was one of the worst Undertaker matches I've ever seen because um, I've seen great matches with a lot of different superstars that he's faced that were phenomenal matches. This match was a flop, absolute flop. And, again, I'm going to say this again, and I stand behind this. If you're going to have a King of the Ring or a Royal Rumble or so on and so forth, that needs to be the main event. That's what the show is called. That's what the show needs to end on not some BS match that is really not even needed. And that was the one of the biggest downfalls with watching this event to me, honestly. But um, hats off to Taker for getting the win. And Farouk, you know, he did a decent job as well. Um, but usually, like I said, I usually give these shows a rating, you know, from a 1 out of 10. I think, I'll, the, the, I think this show, I'm going to give this, you know, show a rating of maybe a 5 or a 6. Um, it really wasn't that great as far as King of the Rings, you know, bring to the table. Um, I think the match lineup was completely horrible. Again, I think the King of the Ring should have been the main event, and that was it, and it was not. I think the Undertaker and Farouk match was, it, like I said, it was probably one of Undertaker's worst matches of all time. 
to be honest. I think it was a joke. I think it was not that good or was needed, to be quite honest. The match of the night, though, I had to give, you know, I had to give the Mankind Triple H. I think it was a phenomenal match. told a great story. Um, and again, you know, Mankind is a freaking legend, man. And the Shawn Michaels match versus Stone Cold Steve Austin was really good as well. Uh, just to me, you know, the, the more eye-catching match for me was Shawn, uh, was Mankind versus Triple H, especially with it being the King of the Ring final. And whoever, whoever won was the King of the Ring of that year. Um, but all in all, it was it was an okay event, but I just had to give it a five or a six, man. It just wasn't that great. Um, I feel like, like I said, the match quality and the quantity of matches they had on there, they could have done a more better job with it. Um, some matches weren't needed. The gold dust and crush match was not needed in my honest opinion. Um, and the undertaker fruit match was definitely not needed. I just honestly, to me, whether he was defending the belt or not, I just didn't see a point of it. I didn't see why they put that match on. I just don't think it was that great. But, um, all in all, this is my, uh, review of the 1997 King of the Ring for Wednesday Night Royalty. So I hope you guys are out there staying safe, be careful, and remember, stay classic. Peace.